0: You want to buy 14 gallons of uh, lube and spread it everywhere? We can do that.
1: (laughs) You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite.
2: Welcome to Analog Jones and the Tipo of Film. I'm Steve and returning is Brad and Chris. And we're a VHS podcast that looks at the box art, trailers, behind the scenes. Except this week, Chris and I do not own society because it is way too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So this is actually part of our uh, theme draw and out of a hat, I selected... Uh, body Transformation. So you're going to get three movies from us. And I happened to pick this one first. And Chris and I talked. And since we didn't want to spend like a 100 something dollars on society, uh, we're just going to do the Arrow release here.
0: <laughs> I own that also. It's, a, yeah. it's it's good. I got it for like five bucks.
2: Now let's go through this. Now, Brad, this is your first time ever watching this, correct?
3: That is correct. That's the first time I've ever watched this. I watched so it on Redbox.
0: It's also mine,
2: and it was
3: yeah. I was gonna say it's like
2: so. I was the only one who had seen this, and I hadn't seen it in years. Uh, but I am a big Brian uh, Yuzna fan. Who directed this? His first movie he ever directed. I, I don't know how many he did, but I know he did kind of an interesting story with this. He did a two deal, two film deal with the Japanese company, and he knew he was the producer on um, the Reanimator. Which I actually have over here too. I mean big fan of this guy. Got a lot of his movies. And uh he knew he could get funding for the second um reanimator. And he wanted to direct it. So he decided he's like, listen, if you fund that movie, you also gotta fund another movie for me. Uh so I won a two deal, you know, and I'm gonna direct them both, a two movie deal. And so he got a Japanese company to pay for it. Nice. I mean, good for him.
0: Get it where you can get it, I guess. Whatever.
2: I know this was back in the day when, like, companies would actually do that. Nowadays, I it, it's got to be damn near impossible to
0: get, like, a two or three picture deal. Man, now they just lock actors into 20 movies.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that story on Disney? Uh What's his name who plays um War Machine? Mm-mm. Uh, Don
3: Cheadle.
2: Name. Yeah, Don Cheadle, where apparently he... He had like two hours during his uh child's birthday party to decide oh, yeah. If he was, yeah, make the decision, yeah, make the decision, you know, are we're gonna move on or whatever they did, and he's like, uh, I'll do it.
3: <laughs> it's a good choice, yeah,,
2: oh, the shit's funny, I mean, Disney's got a lot of power, so say whatever they want
3: like just wait till someone's child's birthday party to throw in the ultimatum, you know this will just make or break the rest of your career. I mean, he's got a great I, career anyway, but I yeah.
2: have more birthdays. That's right. I mean, I'm just imagining his wife being like, "Are you still on the phone with your agent in Disney?" He's like, "They just offered me War Machine." (laughs) She's like, "I don't know who that is, but hurry up!" He's like,
0: "Uh, "I'll take it." (laughs) I'm just waiting for them to do the uh, Captain Planet movie with Don Cheadle. I don't know if they'd
2: ever get money to do a joke film like that, but yeah, that was (laughs) it was so good. Yeah, that was Funny or Die, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah.
2: Haven't they done movies before though? Funnier died.
0: I that I don't know. Yeah. I just watch them on the internet.
2: Okay, you guys ready to go over the quick facts of this yeah, movie? Yeah. Mm. Uh,
3: yeah, let's go hit it.
2: Directed by Brian Ezna, which I already mentioned. Uh, you've heard this name before, it's probably because he produced a lot of Stuart Gordon films that we've talked a lot about in the past Reanimator from Beyond and Dows. So I guess the story was he got tired of uh doing a lot of work, as he said, and the and the directors getting a lot of the credit. So he decided to, you know, get behind the director's chair himself, which is gonna be interesting to talk about in this film. But going down the list, it's written by Wood Keith, who also wrote Bride of Reanimator, and Rick Fry, Special Effects by Screaming Mad George. Brad, have you ever heard that name before?
3: Screaming Mad George. I have not, but I will say good on Brian Yuzna for taking the initiative, taking the bull by the horns.
2: He's like he got two jumped films. That directors chair. That's right. But Screaming Mad George is is definitely well known in the horror community. He um makes some great stuff. He did some stuff for Freaked which we've talked about in the past. I also love the story that like the Japanese company who was uh financing these films, they're like, "Hey, we think you should meet a guy cuz he does special effects." He also happens to be in a band. <laughs> I, I can imagine being like, sure, I'll meet him. What's his name? Screaming Mad George. No, no, seriously, what's his name? Th- that's his name. <laughs> that's his legal name. I, I, you know what? I, I bet it is. I bet he completely changed it. He just seems like that type of fully committed person.
0: I mean, for music, though, you got to compete with Screaming Jay Hawkins at the to same me, time. A lot of screamers out there in the music industry.
3: And one thing I'm noticing about the horror industry now that you guys are kind of immersing me in it is there's a bunch of these like really super talented, this broadly talented people that you don't hear. They're not mainstream. You don't hear a lot about them, but it sounds like they're just awesome. Like they play music and they do prosthetics Mm -hmm. and, and they do practical effects. And all these people are amazing.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of renaissance type men and women in horror who do acting, directing, special effects bands, you know, it's like it's kind of amazing. Yeah, you're right.
0: I think some of the soundtrack work in horror is like some of the best you'll ever hear, but they'll never go mainstream. So nobody's going to know who they are.
2: Yeah, it's it's a weird like subculture because once you're in it, you realize how passionate people are. I mean, sometimes that leads into some people getting a little toxic, a little gatekeepery. But uh I guess, you know, you got to take the pros of the cons because You know, these people come back to these conventions and uh, the fans treat them like gold. I mean, once they're in love with you, it doesn't seem to fade. So we've got distributed by Wild Street Pictures. Never heard of them. Released on June 11th, 1992. Interesting about that was the film debuted at like film festivals in 1989 but they couldn't figure out how to market it in the United States, so it sat on the shelf for three years and it wasn't released until nineteen ninety two I find that crazy.
0: I want't know how to market this oh yeah i don't I don't want to know what to say about this movie.
2: I mean, I think you'd have to like lean into it pretty hard, you know, like the weirdest film you've ever seen, you know something like that. You can't try to market this like a normal i mean it's not even really. Like, what subgenre is this like? I mean,
0: now I know we we have like body horror, but I don't yeah. really know if people were calling stuff body horror back then. I don't think they were. I don't think body horror got termed somewhere until like the late
2: nineties, maybe even two thousands.
0: Yeah, because now if I say something's gore porn, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Nobody would have known back then. You know, like I guess that's kind of like
2: the pro of the Internet coming in and the you know, there's a lot of cons to what the Internet did. But like a big pro is, we got all these names of these subgenres, and they became known. Like someone could have wrote them down somewhere in the '90s, but
0: like now we know, yeah, and now, now we have lists. Sending out a mail letter. Yeah.
3: It's become canonical now. It's like we've had the Council of Nicaea, and everyone's gotten together and, and agreed on the terminology here. So. It sounded like some big words right there, Brad. <laughs> what did you
2: just say? Chronicle Nar- Narnius.
0: Using <laughs> a lot of big words to take it as disrespect. <laughs> yes,
2: ding. <right. laughs> All right. Uh starring I only wrote down two people because the rest I don't really care. Uh Billy Warlock as William Bill Whitney. Uh Mr. Wannabe John Stamos with that uh mullet he's got going on, which I think he was coming off of soap operas, so it kind of makes sense.
3: This and, guy's had a great career.
2: Oh yeah, he's a great interview too. He just seems like such a charming person and and doesn't disrespect the movie or genre. He's just like, no, it was, it was great. It was like, I've never done anything like it and I never will. It's like, yeah. So uh, he was, he was really good on this arrow release. And I, I very much, if you're going to get this movie and you don't want to spend a hundred dollars on the VHS, this arrow release was really good. Uh, Well done.
0: There's a whole chunk of VHS that are just too much money. Yeah, like we were saying that might exist for more years.
2: And Like we were saying before with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, how expensive that is now. I mean, that's never coming back down.
0: Possession just got on Amazon Prime or Hulu. I looked that up the same time I looked up uh, Society back in the day. And there was no way in hell I was paying that price. How much is it? It's the same. Sometimes it was more than Society. It was in the hundreds
2: yeah i remember like same thing with video games i remember like three years ago or whatever when i bought earthbound uh the super nintendo game for like 200 dollars. 300 i think it was like 250 and people thought i was crazy and now it sells for like five, six, seven hundred. dollars yeah, telling her that you
0: gotta honey i got a deal yeah i know but she
2: she doesn't care like as long as i you know like Send all the money to the certain spots, you know, make the mortgage payment, all that stuff. She doesn't care, but yeah, she definitely has heard some of the prices. Yeah, and she's like, Wait,
0: that's a deal. And got, I'm like, It's never going down in value. <laughs> I got all of Evangelion and all of Gundam Wing on like uh, uh for $60 for each series,
3: mm-hmm. and they're
0: they're hundreds of dollars $60 of VHS. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm buying that. Mm-hmm.
3: Screw you, Warren Buffett. I'll show you how to make an investment. Compounding <laughs> interest.
0: I'll be rich when I'm 90.
2: Oh, uh, when I sell all these. It's, I mean, because I'll have to before I die. Because, I mean, maybe my son will be in it. Maybe my daughter will be into it. But let's be honest, probably not.
3: You know, I think that the way to really get ahead in this game is to um, go to estate sales. I think we talked about oh, this yeah. previously, mm-hmm. where people are probably they have just classics that they don't even know about and their family doesn't know or worth anything. You can yeah. probably get them for pennies yeah. on the dollar. Here,
0: it's it's all westerns and Christian movies, and then I ship all the Christian movies away. So
2: yeah, you got a lot of weird stuff here in St. Louis or Missouri too. Because um, many years ago, I bought like a couple banker's box worth when I first started really getting back into it, and yeah, there's some really valuable ones in there. They had no clue, but they don't care. They're like, it's garbage to them. Why it's would garbage? They- yeah, it's uh, so. That's how you got to do it. If you're a flipper, I'm a collector, so it's different. Like flippers, they need to hit those estate sales.
0: Yeah. Collectors will sell stuff, but it's not to like make. That's not what we're looking for. It's no, to feed no. us buying more of them.
3: Yeah. It's the it's like, feed you'll urge. Go buy like two or three of something at the, at the same time. Sell two of them. Keep one.
2: Sometimes. I mean, I, I definitely do sell some when I hit these things. Like the next one I hit. I'll definitely bring a couple boxes and be like, I don't give a fuck. Give me a dollar piece. They're like, Bam, but you could sell this for eight dollars on eBay. I don't care. Like, I just don't want to here? Do you have a dollar? Yeah, (laughs) these are heavy. You know that, right? You can take it. Anyway, let's get back into this. Uh, The other star that I'm going to read off is Devin DelVazquez. And she I think she was a Playboy playmate. Yes, Uh, she was. Yeah. And she's playing uh, Carissa. Calursa something I don't know
3: whatever and uh, yeah
2: I know as, <laughs> as soon as she was on there and I'm like mm, this is a playmate isn't it and I looked it up there it was yep nailed it
3: yeah it's a good thing she's 26 years old in this movie because they imply that she is younger <laughs> than 18 on numerous <laughs> occasions
2: the strangest thing about all this is her mom.
0: yeah oh yes well, I don't know what they were doing with the mom nope I thought I... she was going to be like a main villain or whatever nope not
2: so i have two notes on the mom we'll get to it i can't wait till we talk about her like one of the notes is kind of like commenting on the film and then the other note is commenting like so what what are we doing here (laughs) you know like asking the director in
0: this like mystical bubble
2: where i pretend like he's
0: gonna really uh, you know like reply she's supposed to be i think handicapped Uh, like mentally handicapped is just what the character is but it's not a disorder i've ever seen or heard of give her hair she just wants your hair and she wants to give you hugs and love you i don't know it's so weird all right that's all i got for uh the
2: quick facts here uh you guys want to watch the trailer to this bad boy
3: i uh, let me let me prepare myself here momentarily okay (laughs) let's do this
1: Beverly Hills is known as a society of wealth and privilege. But Billy Whitney doesn't seem to be getting his share. He thinks everyone is out to get him, even his friends. You never were one of us. He thinks that he doesn't belong. They don't even look like me. Why why are you guys doing this to me, huh? He believes he's seeing things. Bad things beyond reality. Is it just his imagination? I'm not paranoid. All my fears are real. Or has Billy uncovered something terrible, something unspeakable? Don't go home, Billy. What? You've been living with these people all your life and you didn't know anything about this? If you don't follow the rules, Billy, bad things happen. You know you'll make such a great contribution to society. Who are you? And now, Billy. It's showtime! Billy. Is fighting for more than just his sanity. He's fighting for his life. The time is coming for Billy to take his place. In society, it's all about fitting in.
2: I mean, they're playing on the paranoia, but then they also show some of the the goofier, like practical effects in it. And I'm like, if you're going to play on the paranoia, you think you'd show a little bit more of the like more gruesome of the of the practical effects? I don't know. I get the challenge of them trying to market this. It must have been very difficult.
0: Yeah. You don't want to give anything away. But like the only stuff for the plot that they can show is in the last like 30 minutes. I don't even think it's 30 minutes. I think it's like the last 15 minutes. That I, mean, thing- I was nerve wracked the whole time because I know what's going on in the movie and like what the end goal is, but I've never seen it. So it's like, when is this happening? What is going on? What is like the actual twist in
3: it? Yeah, that preview for me was like, it's almost the most in the movie. And, you know, the tagline is a Beverly Hills teen. Billy Warlock discovers his parents are pride of a gruesome orgy cult for the social elite. And I was just thinking I wrote a note down it's a good thing the internet came along and put a stop to all this crazy innuendo about social elites and you know orgy. Oh cold. yeah,
2: definitely. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's something of the past. We don't even hear that anymore.
3: Chuck, Chuck E. Definitely. Cheese, what's that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is the pizza place that they always say? Wasn't it Chuck E. Cheese? No, on Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I saw something. You know, where they're like chopping up babies and drinking blood in the basement, and I'm like, that would be so easy to figure out too. And then I know people have actually like that place has to have like super security now because idiots try to break in and get into the basement and stuff like that. And you just feel bad for them.
0: (sighs) You know what? We've gotten like three episodes without getting any politics in there. And then we had to go and ruin it.
2: But it was just a little bit of politics.
0: Either politics, Highlander or Matt Damon.
2: Matt Damon. Hey, at least this one had a relation. I mean. They're like sucking the essence out of people in this one. Mm -hmm. But originally, this was supposed to be just a typical slasher of like the elites
0: drinking blood. Oh, this is way better. And then Brian Usna just goes, let's get weirder. You want to buy 14 (laughs) gallons of uh, lube and spread it everywhere? We can do that.
2: (laughs) He's like, let's not make it a slasher, but let's make it aliens coming down and Uh, you know making everyone paranoid and then they eat their bodies actually let's go even farther let's make them melt into each other and then shove hands up asses call it shunting you're like okay brian um
0: that uh bride of reanimator better be a damn good film (laughs) were they aliens is that what the thing was i didn't know if they like evolved with humans and that's where we get like the uncanny valley from and they've just been feeding on us since existence I don't
2: know. It really depends because if you read like a synopsis, you know, like the the layout of this film, they say they're aliens or well, he, are not of this planet.
0: When it says but, aliens, they start making fun of them for it.
2: But the way the film kind of like said it, like maybe they were aliens, but then they kind of like formed into humans over the years and became like an elite version of human i don't know i'm so confused (laughs) i
3: don't know but on top of all that all the shunting all the molding all the hands and different orifices let's just throw in a side of child molestation too just to
2: round it all out there's some weird stuff in this film so let's just hop right in
1: and now our feature presentation
2: obviously my first note is oh look john stamos was casting this oh wait no 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 it's it's dollar store john stamos (laughs) And then I felt bad because I saw the guy do the interviews and I'm like, oh, this actor is actually really nice.
0: I think he's I'd rather have him than John Stamos.
2: Oh, Stamos probably wouldn't have done this.
0: <laughs> it's too good for him. He's, he's in that terrified. Scream Queens now, though. So is that you know.
2: show still going on?
0: I have no idea. I haven't oh. seen it in like seven years.
2: <laughs> like I, I didn't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, here's my second note. Walking in on your sister in the shower and uh, no one seems to feel that's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just put... She really wants to fuck her brother. That's my first note. <sighs> oh. it, it was so weird.
3: Yeah. I took some it? notes in the opening credits and this 28-year-old Billy you know, going there and that orgy they start off with, that doesn't look like a fun orgy at all. Not that I have anything to compare it to. but There was an
0: orgy at the beginning of the film? Not that that I know of.
3: Opening credits, there wasn't. Okay, maybe I'm forgetting things.
0: (laughs) Very hallucinating again.
3: (laughs) Blanchard, you know. So we go to the opening scene. Blanchard's just hanging out in Jenny's closet, and that's like, oh, that is so
0: weird. What are you doing here? They just rolls up, but he's been in there. It seems like
3: that. Mom and Dad are trying to. You mean you look good so that you can, so that you can get with gross old man Judge Carter, who's like seventy years old, and like you're fifteen.
0: They're eternal. There's no age.
3: I didn't know that at the
0: time.
2: Yeah, I was (laughs) confused. I was like, okay, so at the end, we find out, you know, they like suck up the essence. Mm
3: -hmm. But it
2: never actually says if like that helps them stay young. I have. There's no explanation for any of this. Yeah, I was like, is this how they eat? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out, too. Uh, There is none.
0: It's just an allegory for the, the meat industry and how we raise them as our own and then slaughter them at the end. I mean, that's one
2: of them. Yeah. (laughs) And then the same thing, how the elitists just eat up the poor. There was something in there, too, about it.
0: Yeah, it was the the rich devouring the poor. Yeah, the rich devouring the poor.
3: No, I think the actual quote was like, the rich have always been sucking off the poor. And it's like, that's a very interesting choice of words there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And my next note is never trust your (laughs) therapist.
0: i got I got one about that too, where he he just takes a bite of the apple and puts it back,
2: yeah, <laughs> I was really disturbed by that. I'm like that's that's not cool, dude. Like, a new
0: shunting was coming, and I was like, oh, that's gross
2: I mean, part of me thinks he deserves to die for putting that apple back.
0: You can't I mean, double dip your apples.
2: you fucking take that apple back with you. You either finish it or throw in the trash can, okay. It's ridiculous. I then get again, the maggot yes, one.
0: I wouldn't eat that.
2: No, no. But once you see that it's not maggots in there and you're crazy,
1: mm-hmm.
2: just throw it in the trash can. That's that's how a polite Midwest, mis- a Midwestern person wouldn't even tell you there were maggots in that apple. They'd be like, this is oh, really good. I'll take Interesting it
0: flavor. And then like hide it as they throw it away. <laughs> I'll take this home for later. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Tasty. Uh, oh, that. Okay, so he meets the girl who's always hitting on him and everything, and I, I skipped a lot of scenes in this, but I got this quote down, which actually just shocked me. Like, I kind of, like, stopped and, like, almost paused the film when I heard this. Actually, I did pause the film so I could write it down. How do you take your tea? Milk? Sugar? Or should I just pee in it? And I'm like, yeah, yes. That. yes,
3: where'd that come from? I was like, wait, like, what?
2: Pee. I'll take the pee. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, an option? When's that an option? And the the actress talked about that in her interview. She's just like, yeah. When I was reading this script, it was crazy. I was like, I've never seen a script like this. And then she goes, I read that line, and I was like, what is this about? Got it too. Yes, you can't see it, but it says cream
0: sugar or pee. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay,
2: so here's here's the whole you know thing. We we got to talk about this mom because I think she's probably the character in this film that confused me the most. So one. She's white. That's fine. You know, her, you know, maybe like, I I don't know what I I think she was. uh, I think the actress was Colombian. And I could be making that up. But I was like, okay, the mom's white and the dad's Colombian. Right. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Then she coughed up a hairball. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck's happening? And then later on, that makes sense. But then you have to, like, come back. If they're, like, devouring people and sucking up their essence and everything, you get a hairball. Fine, I get that. But the mom's an alien. Is she? But she's also... Something's wrong with her mind. She's not
0: helpful. She was helping them get away from the society. I know. I'm so confused. And she kept just, like, trying to hug the friend. And he's like, "Ah, not now. We got stuff to do. And she's like, okay. Oh, yeah. She wanted to basically bang the friend.
3: Yeah, Milo, who's a shitty friend, most of the movie, and you notice when he like sixer her on the security guard, which he doesn't know was this guy human or what. Just like sort of like to almost devour this guy, but then he has a toupee. And well, they he almost doesn't play, know like,
2: what she is because like she could have you know like devoured him. Yeah. And they
3: play like the prices right like Loser's Horn when she finds out it's a toupee. And it's like bum 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 bum. Yeah. Behind <laughs> the <screen. laughs> so, then she attacks and- Ted. Remember Ted? Are we gonna talk about Ted? turd ferguson there like she attacks Ted no, by like motorboating him towards the of the shunting scene too
2: <laughs> so brian uses uses um usema's whole point of that scene was and th- this kind of gets to me he said i never reject something just because it, it doesn't make any sense or it's weird in fact if it's weird i'm more likely to put it in even if it doesn't make sense that was his explanation of the mom coughing up the hairball i don't i think he just this is part of like, I don't really like him as a director. Maybe he got, he's gotten better. I haven't seen all of his directed films. But this is like, there's, there's one thing doing something weird to make it interesting. But there's another thing when you do something weird just to confuse people. Yeah, It's got to be cohesive. And yeah. Weird. So I, I think that entire character there kind of like is a detriment to the film. Even though if I talk to anyone about this film... If we're not talking about shunting, I guarantee you the mom's going to come up. So it sure. kind of doesn't make it memorable at the same
0: time. Well, just because it's memorable doesn't mean it's great. That's true. All
2: right.
0: Like, you remember a lot of things because they're bad. And I'm not opposed to the character being in there. I'm just confused why. And that, what's yeah. going on? Is she part of the elite? Or did an elite have what? a kid with somebody that isn't elite? Or is the daughter elite and what? the parents' art?
2: Yeah, I was like, maybe she went outside of the circle to mate and then they punished her, but they didn't punish the child, you know, like something like that. Make it make sense to the story because you're dedicating time to this, you know, you're dedicating screen time to this character. And really, it's the whole point of this character is just to take out the security guard.
0: So I was like, all right, that's a good job.
2: I mean, also, this was his. And I think this was both of their first sex scenes.
0: Oh, I've
2: always wondered. Like,
0: picked a great movie for it.
2: Yeah, when you're when you're doing a sex scene and you got all these people watching you, you know, with the lighting and everything like that. I would be like, yeah, can we put a board between me and her? They they make a little boner preventer. Yeah, boner preventer. Yeah, like I've heard about it.
0: Yeah, and if you're fully nude, they got they got they got both of them on each of them, like little flesh colored things that go over you to make sure you're not doing anything weird or i can't remember the movie but they just had sex there's like two movies where the sex scene is it's just actual sex wasn't that the rumor and monster i thought it was like that blue something where the girl was under age and it became a whole deal oh. and i can't remember the not blue lagoon it was like a murder mystery movie i can't remember it so don't quote me on anything never quote any of us on anything <laughs> yeah. i would say don't quote three dads <laughs>
2: on anything. we just make shit
1: anything.
3: up sketchy memories at this point yeah yeah You're i can milo. imagine
2: someone writing me back they're like she's not Colombian,
0: she's japanese and i'm like
2: oh my brain
0: <laughs> yeah we are a lot older and we look
3: <laughs> milo uh, parks is bmw in the handicap zone at the hospital that's just just Milo being shitty. A couple of things I want to talk about are the shunting scene. I mean, this is one of the craziest well, fucking things I've ever t- seen. We, we we got a little bit more to get okay.
2: before we get yeah. to the I
0: really like the buddy though that was hiding in the sister's closet. I liked him as a character. He was fun. And then he, when he like brings up the tape recorder and he's like, "You got to listen to us." He wants to beat him up the whole time. <laughs> then after he hears it, he wants to beat him up. He's like, "I didn't make it. It's just recorded." Yes, <laughs> but that's why he was fucking with the earrings is to put a recording device in it
2: yeah he ends up like he's crazy and shit at the beginning he was like mm-hmm. hiding dinner. he just knew something
0: was up i do got to say though that when he opened his suitcase the first thing i thought was like that is a noise suitcase it's got cables everywhere tape players in there it's got like a guitar pedal somewhere it's like you going to a noise show afterwards buddy I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a it's a very aggressive genre of music or very pretentious depending on what side you're on. So they just call it noise? Yeah. That's oh, what I'll, my dad I'll, called all my music that I mm-hmm. like. I know.
2: I'll send you some. He's like, "Oh, that's a bunch of noise. You it kids got to listen to real
0: music like Aerosmith." It's like, "Dad, what? Where he, he put all his he put his daughter in all those sex scenes in the music videos." You gotta love them. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. And
2: didn't he? Didn't uh? Didn't he meet a girl when he was like twenty-seven years old that was like fourteen, and then he ended up marrying her or something yeah. like that?
0: I wouldn't say he didn't.
2: Yeah, I don't know. There's something weird about that. in Aerosmith, someone tell us in the comments.
0: I don't is, think they will. Is there comments somewhere?
2: I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> just on YouTube. <laughs> yeah.
0: Somebody snitch this and yell at us. Yeah tell well, us everything we'll eventually have
3: our it. own little website where we can have episodes and comments but
0: <laughs> gotta keep gotta keep that under. you don't want to get stolen <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> well was, somebody's already work. taken stolen our, our farmers that dressed as clowns like dating site so
2: wait they took that already Farmerfisting.com? <laughs> it's already
0: taken on GoDaddy.
3: <laughs> damn it yeah, some young, some young go getter was listening to us, and it was just like, "Hey, yeah, those guys haven't registered that yet. Oh <laughs> too slow, too slow." That's my
2: that I'm going to ground him. <laughs> We're going to start getting emails. How much will you guys pay me for FarmersFisting.com? Hmm, you take $8? <laughs> eight dollars.
0: Eight dollars for my blood. <laughs>
2: uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, the, the, I, I, the aliens just here are doing so much to fuck with them, you know, like setting up a therapist with him, stealing the recording, you know, that he had to prove that like she yeah, was getting it.
0: banged. That's how I knew that the therapist was in yeah. with them is when the taper did change. Cause I knew he wasn't crazy anymore.
2: Well, and then they pretend to kill the one guy he was like going, uh, I don't know, having a vote
0: with for like student president or whatever
3: yeah and he's,
2: like, he's dead and i saw him die yeah and he just walks up and he's like i'm I fine
0: have, i have no idea what's going on in half of this movie like uh some of the students that are all dressed weird during the debate like flashing stuff at him and i'm like what is happening here? i don't know
2: i is- i think the whole point of a lot of this film was like people just said stuff to Brian Hughes and money cuz that sounds good let's put it in well, and there was no one there going like yeah but wh- why
0: was everybody but, like, a handful of people at that school, part of society? And they're all just fucking with them on purpose? Because, like, the other dude that was dead in the morgue, it's been, what, three weeks since we watched this?
1: Yeah. I can't
0: remember his buddy that was dead in the morgue. Oh, the, the dude with the suitcase. He wasn't dead. He was just in the yeah. morgue and in the bottom of the hospital. And they said Whoa. he died and he was just in the hospital. And then they left his Jeep for him. And they have the sex doll. That was his friend doing that. That's all you said. Yeah. He was a shitty friend. I forgot. It's funny jokes, though. I mean, it was
2: kind of funny when he's just like, I was just doing with that shit to you to fuck with you. And I'm like, Yeah, it's kind of and then
0: he brought it in, and his <laughs> yeah. parents and sister were fucking. He's like, What is going on here? Can't be banging. Yeah. It's a Tuesday. That's a Friday so, activity. So the
2: mom and the dad, was that actually their daughter, or just another alien posing I don't, as the daughter?
0: Yeah, I don't know. They might have family, society setups in there, but who knows?
2: And why would they adopt a kid and take care of him all these years just to shunt him at the end? Why don't you yeah. just
0: That's what they were doing? They wanted to raise a fine meal like cattle. They wanted to, like, make sure they oh, got okay. the best schooling and good food and taken care of. They don't want me my liver shot. My lungs are awful. Like, who wants this dead body? Yeah, I guess they never explain them, but,
2: you know, hey, if it was a healthy person, it'd probably be better for their
0: bodies. I don't think they explained that very well, though. That I just inferred from them being like, yeah, they raised them for our meal tonight.
3: Yeah, he's he's an exquisite. He's like a top of the line, like cut of beef.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because otherwise you'd just be
2: like eating homeless people and drug addicts and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: stuff that you can't get caught for doing is easy.
2: Yeah. But I guess since they're rich and elite and they own this town they can kind of like pick and choose you know the fine kobe beef or whatever they call
0: it yeah. A5 wagyu
3: No,
2: you have fancy stuff
3: Wagoos. Wagyu So Blanchard's funeral Milo just goes up and touches the dead body like, <laughs> Oh Maybe this is a fake but... He just
2: poked,
0: he looks weird and just pokes a hole in him
2: I don't know I have a note that
0: says never trust Petre I
2: don't that's know that's probably that a
0: good note.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't trust him in real life.
0: I'm trying to remember who Petra is. Oh, is it... yeah, yeah, yeah. The little nerd. He is an yeah. old man now. Oh well, well, it happens. Father time is undefeated. Yeah, you get old. Yeah. They're like then... 35 years older in this movie.
2: I love it when I watch a movie like three weeks out, like you said. I've got a note that says handmanned is oh, okay. Now we can get to the shunting.
0: Oh, because we,
3: when we they get another one.
0: Space, I have a note. He blinked. You rewatch it, he blinks when they poke him. He's like,
3: "Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, I didn't either."
0: (laughs) Yeah, the actor
1: blinks.
2: (laughs) Uh, So yeah, do we get to the final party here? The shunting? Oh, the lube. Oh my gosh, that's I don't know what they call that because it's not uh, quite straight Vaseline. Oh, it's K Y Y jelly. It's
0: it's lube. That has got to be lube.
2: Yeah, but they like when the the special effects people, it's like KY jelly and a couple other mixtures to like give it the consistency of like lube, you know, mm-hmm. but it's also thicker. Yeah, so um,
0: it's like stringy and slops around instead yeah. of rolling off.
2: Because I see it a lot of times like when they when they do a lot of not aliens, actually, aliens, but actually I think they did it with aliens, too. But it was a lot more um, thin liquid is like when you grab it, like when you bite onto something. And Mm -hmm. then you lift up. You can see that stringy nastiness. That's why they do it. And then I think they just do some mixtures for consistency to make it thicker, looser and everything. But this was like mucusy, gross lube, Vaseline nastiness.
0: And it was good. Yeah. Great consistency.
2: It had to be fucking
0: awful to be one of the actors in that shit can you imagine all the lights on you too you're covered in all this prosthetic covered in lube lights everywhere nudity all over you can't even get a boner no i mean (laughs) you're all on camera (laughs) no it, it had to be hell being an extra on that
2: what i also liked is like they had a bunch of rich people who didn't care about like what they looked like they're like they're so rich and they're so old they're so elite and everything that like That alien is choosing to be a judge. He has to be, right? He Mm could probably just find himself or or morph himself into a different body. But he's like, I don't give a shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Some of them are pretty gross. Yeah. Just pretty, just old, naked people running around.
2: And by the way, the mom looked
0: much older than the dad, right? I thought so.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Tanning beds. That's a thing.
3: (laughs) The dad that spends his whole time before the shunt just in a robe, like, smashing martinis, like, in almost every scene he's in.
0: Yeah, and then they go have that, like, meld together butt face scene (laughs) where they're fucking, and he's like, ah, turns out I am a butt face. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that was what got me. I was
2: like, wait, all three of them are having, like, an orgy on the side. So I was like, I don't think they're, like, mother, father, son.
0: I think they're just pretending to be that. For society's sake you know we need a society too it's gotta <laughs> round out some of these questions we have exactly
3: yeah there we go yeah that's like i think it's just they're so depraved and it's like who else gets a shot at oh dr cleveland also molested jenny at some point in this uh during the shunt so mm-hmm. just for well still measure.
2: again it's, it's not molesting because we don't know how old she is
0: no and we, i mean there's tons of high schoolers in this yeah like, who aren't how are you no like 25 like years that. old
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, at one point? I could have swore I would th- seen somebody that was like younger in the show, but I don't remember exactly. I'd have to go watch the whole orgy again, and I really don't want to right now.
2: Yeah, I don't even think they had the courage to like, yeah, let's put in like a 12 year old into this. Yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm.
0: like, I wanted to watch it with Lily, but then and I, I was like, but it's really gross, so maybe not. And then I watched it and I was like, it's not actually that gross. It's more funny. Than disgusting
2: yeah i remember this shocking me a lot more when i was younger uh but now all these years of like absorbing all these other films i was just like yeah this is more like cheesy gore
0: yeah the tongue rolls out of his mouth Mm -hmm. they do the, the howard the duck bill yeah and then the whole hand
2: face thing is like so because it reminded me so much of freaked that mm-hmm. Screaming Mad Jordan did some stuff for that we reviewed in the past. You know, I was just like, Yeah, like it doesn't freak me out as much anymore. It doesn't shock me because I was like, Yeah,
0: this is more slapsticky than anything else. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I think it's a, a fun movie to watch with people. I don't Gosh. think it's actually gross. You'd be like, hey, it's gonna get a little weird in the last 20 minutes, but oh yeah. The Jokers running around, the judge. Oh yeah. That, the Joker face going on
2: yes did you notice like some of the prosthetics it seems like they went out of their way to really blend it in and then a lot of and then some of the other prosthetics it's like they kind of were making a choice to show the lines
0: well yeah because it looked like in uh batman you know when the joker cuts his face off yeah so is it or staples it back on that's kind of what it looked like was going on with the math or that sinister whatever where he just has the mouthpiece yeah it reminded me of that stuff
2: i don't know it just seemed like it was definitely like a choice to do that and i was like trying to figure out why who knows but like it, the stuff like where they you know they shunt the guy they stick his hand all the way up his ass and do all that it seems like more that was just like because they didn't actually need to do that they were just sucking his essence anyway they're just doing it to be diabolical ass I,
0: I like it though and like the fingers go into the body no, I, I mean that's that no. Cool. Like, I'm just saying, like the aliens are kind
2: of assholes. Oh, they're yeah, like they're just, torturing him. They're playing they're just, with their yeah. food. Yeah,
0: I thought you meant the effects yeah. department didn't need. Oh to do no, that. no, no, no! So the call, effects, please, it was
2: people.
3: awesome. Yeah, I'm wondering if you guys remember there was a South Park episode, some characters from like the mid 2000s called the Woodland Christmas. Woodland Christmas critters and they have like blood orgy and stuff, they're all come out and they're all cute and nice, and of course in South Park they just go really dark, like really yeah, fast. Yeah. Isn't that
0: the one where they did ala and got in trouble?
3: Not in that episode. But the woodland right. Christmas critters were like these this, all these wholesome little animals, and then they turn into like they have a big blood orgy and they like rip out the guts <laughs> of one of them. <laughs> like, we're gonna we're gonna bring back the Antichrist, thank you. And it's
0: like we'll link it in the description below. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I wonder if they got the idea for the Woodland Christmas Critters from this movie.
2: Uh, who knows? I mean, it was supposed to be, like I said, a slasher blood cult. And then they just turned it into like a paranoia, like rich society, and then shunting people. So who knows? Uh, just love you know, it.
3: Master of the hunt, the champion of the shunt, Ted the Tycoon <laughs> Ferguson. <laughs>
0: they could have left the last bit of this movie out, and it would have just been like a, a low-budget suspense film the whole mm-hmm. time. I don't understand how the
2: what was the guy's name Ted the the main bad guy well one of them like the the high school bully bad guy
3: Oh Ted the Titan Turd Ferguson
2: Yeah Turd Ferguson uh that's what we'll just call him like when he rips out his insides and kills him he I don't know how that works out. He turns <laughs> but, him inside out Yeah but I, you think the rest of the aliens would be more terrified about that because they're like, oh, they can be killed. I mean, <laughs> they've
0: had to have known they can get killed. It's just normally they're a lot stronger. He was throwing them around the room like a ragdoll. just yeah, whipping his ass. And he just yeah. got them. That was another thing I just
2: didn't understand.
3: I say A couple things that stuck out to me on that one. First off, Milo just walks in with a gun and at that point he decides to pull it out and help his friends like after your friends getting tossed around like you, maybe you could have done this earlier milo you know and maybe help yeah. your buddy out but no you just didn't come and then ted gets turned inside out and, and no one's like really no one's really mad about that they're not really <laughs> upset or they're not showing any emotion
0: it <laughs> seemed like they might be excited like "Ooh, we're gonna be able to eat this guy that just killed ted so maybe
3: Raises um, One of my last questions about this shunt is, like, who gets to clean up after this thing?
0: Oh, uh, They kind of gooped back together, if you notice, though. Like, they didn't leave, like, a snail trail or anything. They, like, gooped back up. They're like, this is my goop, and I brought it with me. I will be taking it home.
2: Yeah, I, I wonder how long it takes them to fully form back together. There's a lot of questions about this movie that I just don't understand. Yeah. But they seemed like they could... Uh, Well, I mean, the the one therapist turned into the hand really quick and then, you know, his head came back together. So, I don't know. Let's move on to, do we recommend... Oh, did you have anything?
3: I see the film. The last thing I want to say is the film ends. Mm -hmm. Billy, Milo, and Clarissa are just driving off to go found (laughs) QAnon. Not go to the police because you don't trust the police. You know, they're all in part of the society. So, he's just like, fuck it, I'm out of here. (laughs) He just goes there. Like like a real American hero.
0: So, are they just going to breed more society?
3: Oh, I bet they will. You become what you hate, man. That's a yeah. question we need to answer in society too.
0: Too, I, I, I heard it's in the works. Well, 2013, they were working on
2: it and they were creating a script. So I'm assuming nothing happened from it. But you would think nowadays, with all these streaming services, someone fucking make it. would give you some money just to. I mean, because this the Dark movie is had
0: an entire series. Exactly, and then Netflix, like, yeah, so it's, it's one season. We still got more stuff. that Like 30 years later
2: well i mean like if you put a couple million dollars towards this uh you could put it in the theater i think you could make money for it if you just like i mean you don't have to get all the hardcore fans back but i don't know just make it weird enough you could attract you could do this and make some money off of it blumhouse could do it blumhouse i mean a 24 yeah then it would just be like really like oh high society horror well i mean that would make sense i guess
0: yeah yeah as artsy as their stuff is it'd be Damn. good
2: all right let's move on to recommendations uh i picked it i do recommend this uh i i think not to all normies but like there's a there's a huge amount of weird genre likers you know i'm I'm not gonna say that this pinpoints to anyone not so much horror or anything like that but i just think people like some weird stuff sometimes and i i, I think Even some normies could enjoy this for just, like, how goofy it gets. But uh, super normies, on the other hand, should stay as far away from this as possible because I don't think they'd understand it. I think they would actually get irritated by this. Brad, how about you? First time watching it?
3: I'd say yes, yeah. Kind of the same vein that you're coming from, though. I mean, if you're somebody who probably listens to this podcast, you'd probably really enjoy this. If you're a fan of the Nightmare Fuel horror movies prosthetics. Yeah, then you're yeah. definitely going to enjoy this.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. Yeah, that's a great movie. I'm bummed. I haven't watched it way earlier than this. in like formative years where I might have got scared or influenced by it. It was a good movie. You're bummed that you can't go back in the past
2: and buy it cheaply on VHS. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Uh, but I mean, this thing must have been such a limited release. Cause I apparently did really well in certain parts of Europe, but in the U S it was, uh, it just failed. It it failed, you know, and I don't even know if it came to the box office here, but I don't even think it did well on home video, which means they, you know, printed a lot less of these, And that's probably, I only
0: heard of this as an adult. Yeah. I I didn't hear about
2: this until I was getting into, you know, like the, the internet phase of my like movie list. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. okay. So, you know, Stuart Gordon did this and then I would click on another name and the, like the beginning years of IMDb and then I'd follow Brian Newsman and see what he did. And that's I think that's how I heard about this. I think I linked this movie from reanimator and like from beyond and then got to this. And I was like, what the I think that's what mainly it was. I knew nothing about this film when I rented it from Hollywood Video. Mm-hmm. and when you're watching this and you're, you know, in college or maybe right after college and then you get to the shunting and everything, you're like, what the fuck? Like it shocks you. Cause you'd never seen it. But now, you know, that I'm 40 and I've gone through all these, you know, like 15 extra years of movies, you're like, eh, kind of goofy. No, <laughs> so fun, but kind of goofy.
3: No, you're just you know? seeing it. You're like a, a pro sports. Like, you know, you're like a, High level quarterback. At at first things are fast and you don't understand a lot of what's going on, but as you become a veteran, you know, everything slows down and you just gain a greater understanding and appreciation.
2: After you watch hundred
0: days of sodomy, uh this is pretty <laughs> yeah. mild.
2: Oh yeah. After you've seen the, the human centipede,
0: you're
2: like, meh.
0: <laughs> number one, number two is trash, and number three is not worth it either. I've
2: never even seen two and three. I've only seen one where I was like, Oh shit, that's that's nasty mm-hmm. but i bet re-watching that i'd be like eh, kind of goofy <laughs> all right let's go on to the museum
1: this is the second time i've had to reclaim my property from you that belongs in a museum so do you
2: this is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back. This is our body transformation theme of the museum. I kind of just want to put in the hand puppet guy. Cause it reminded me so much of the freak stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I really dug that. Are you we all go- putting in prosthetic stuff by the way? <laughs> I'm not. Oh, nope. Oh, all, right, all, right, all right. you can Go, ben. go. go ahead, man.
3: Well, I was going to say, you know, th- um, one thing people don't talk about very much is that Ben Meyerson, who played D- Ted Ferguson, the high school mm-hmm. bully, I thought he was great. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine how great this movie had been if they'd have got Dennis Hopper and Gary Busey in it somehow.
0: <laughs> There's still room for it, too. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Gary Busey
3: would be great in this now that he's
2: older and kind of just gone off the off the deep end. He, I mean, they wouldn't even have to, like, Give him anything to say, he would just be spouting nonsense. And then they're like, "We're gonna put you in some prosthetics. Is that cool, Gary?" Yeah, whatever. Perfect.
3: I would say though, the museum though, for me, and you've already brought this up, but how do you like your tea? Cream, sugar, or do you want me to pee in it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a little, a little fountain with some sugar and cream coming out.
3: (laughs) Because it just came out of nowhere, and it's like I like
0: her character is just out. It's out of nowhere. A lot of the lines are. And I like it. Oh, you that's just fun. like her because she's fine. What's wrong with you? She was just weird. I just thought it was a weird character, and she was fun. Chris is like, I like him hot and fucking weird in my movies. <laughs> it's like, okay,
2: all right. And if they're talking about pee, bonus. <laughs> I want it in my cup. <laughs> I'm gonna. Go I, ho- I hope. I hope. I hope that's not another thing where Willie's like, is that true, Chris? <laughs> no, he's joking
0: oh she, she knows <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna right. put the, the noise suitcase in i just loved it when he pulled it out i was like
3: fuck yeah got
0: it. i'll send you guys links yeah i gotta see that i'll send stuff. you some of my my videos or whatever
2: all right right, will end it this week and uh next week we'll be back uh with chris's
0: pick for body transformation it's and... a total 180 from this
3: oh yeah, yeah. don't worry I'll, I'll take it somewhere dark
0: <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine
3: you can ruin things
2: so we go from like paranoid weird mind to fun family cutesy with chris to just fucking dark with uh with brad here but also you know i haven't seen the one you pick, brad in such a long time i'm really interested to like i don't think i've watched that since i was like a teenager
0: yeah i think they're all three top-notch films like there's not a bad movie out of any of these well, I think yours actually did win awards. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I will yeah, say it won yeah. a lot of awards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You
2: you picked like definitely the, the
3: top notch one. And yeah,
2: Brad definitely. probably picked the one. Well, no, I was going to say Brad probably picked the one that made the most amount of money.
3: Yeah, I had the most fun watching Chris's, though.
0: 205 million, I think, was mine. Yeah. The box office. So who knows? We'll find out. Well, Chris, you're giving away all the secrets there. With oh, are they going to find movie? it out?
2: Yeah. Just Google yeah. it. What's made $205 million in the past 20 years? Again, remember, don't quote us. No. It's probably 204. What's wrong with you, Chris? Uh, (laughs) All right. Remember to be kind. And rewind. Rewind. Pros. Straight pros.